0: Welcome to Your Digital Reputation. Here's your host, Roger Christie. Welcome to another practical follow-up episode for the Your Digital Reputation podcast, where we take a key idea from our guest on the show and share practical advice to help you get clear, confident, and competent online. My name is Roger Christie, host of the Your Digital Reputation podcast, founder at Propel, and advisor to leaders looking to use LinkedIn as a strategic business tool. Thanks for joining me again. Now, my most recent guest on the show was Brendan Maher, CEO of St. John Ambulance Australia and the former CEO of well-known not-for-profit suicide prevention organization, R U OK? And it was the transition from Brendan's previous role at RUOK, a 14-year-old organisation still very much in its growth phase, to his new role at St John Ambulance Australia, an organisation steeped in 140 years of history that was the focus of our chat. It's episode number 32 in the YDR catalogue, so please go back and have a listen to Brendan's story before you dive into this short practical reflection, only so you'll get the most out of it. Now, the question we covered How should CEOs use social media when changing roles? It's an incredibly rich and real-time exploration of the way any leader can and should use platforms like LinkedIn when transitioning into a new role. For me, largely because as Brendan explains in our chat, if your listeners are looking for a playbook on how to do it, they're not going to get it today. And I think it's that rawness and that authenticity as Brendan shares his goals, his aspirations, the challenges everything that makes this episode so special. And in all this share, there was one particular challenge that I wanted to focus in on today for this episode, and it's all about network, your LinkedIn connections as the platform refers to them. In all my years of working with leaders in this space, I can say without question Network of our propels five drivers of digital reputation of those five drivers. Network is the most underappreciated and underutilized component of any leader's online presence. Why does that matter? Well, because much like the offline world, your network is the source of new ideas, opportunities, introductions, and even protection when the going gets tough. And for someone like Brendan, a CEO transitioning from one organization to another, network plays an even more important role, as you'll discover today. So, let's dive in. One of my favorite phrases at the moment is, you are what you eat on LinkedIn. What on earth do our diets and LinkedIn have in common? Well, you might be thinking that. Well, the parallels between them are actually surprisingly strong. In both settings, what we, you know, in inverted commas, put into our mouths greatly influences our performance. And in both scenarios, what we consume is often a product of choices we have already made, i.e. what's in the fridge. In the case of LinkedIn, it all starts with your connections, your network, and that's the focus of today's practical conversation. So let's quickly revisit Brendan's scenario and then package up a few practical steps that you can then action yourself straight after listening today. But like many CEOs, Brendan had built a valuable and relevant network of key audiences during his time at RUOK. He recognized the importance of staying close to those audiences as a way to both understand their key pain points and issues, and I suppose where he can add value, but he also knew that staying close would be valuable when he had an important message to share himself. Now, LinkedIn played a vital strategic role for both of these pursuits. Whether he met someone at a partner event, a referral, a potential hire, an industry ally, whoever they were, all these connections could be digitally filed away on LinkedIn. So no matter where they went or what role they moved into, Brendan still had access to them via his network and in his LinkedIn feed. It's certainly far more effective than the old drawer full of business cards. And that's great and valuable for Brendan to keep in touch whenever they moved roles, his key audiences that is. But what about when he moved roles himself? So as Brendan stepped into the top job at St. John Ambulance Australia, suddenly his 9,000-odd followers on LinkedIn weren't as perfectly relevant and aligned to his new role in Remit as they were when he was at RUOK. So what's the impact of this and how does it apply to you? Well, there's three things I want to break down here. Firstly, whenever Brendan logged on to LinkedIn, he would see news and updates from people, who were no longer as relevant in his world. So his ability to instantly get value from his network was greatly reduced. And LinkedIn was, as I'm sure many of you will have felt at times, it was probably too noisy. That's a word we hear all the time, too noisy to get value. His everyday intelligence tool was cut off. And the second thing to call out here, Brandon's engagement efforts therefore become less valuable too as his network had been filled with audiences linked to his previous role, he would see updates that perhaps made sense to someone you know, still leading RUOK, okay? but not someone leading St. John. He couldn't engage with key audiences and build relationships and trust as quickly. And in fact, engaging with the old world, if I can use it, if we call it that, I suppose, it presented risks. Because even as there was history there in those relationships, there may not have been a future. So, Brendan's LinkedIn feed and connections risk becoming a distraction from future business success. And the final point I make, and I think this is most important for many CEOs, whenever Brendan then had something to say, it risked falling on deaf ears. And this is the key risk for leaders. Your network greatly influences how well your content performs and how far it travels. So if your LinkedIn network is filled with large numbers of people who are less interested in what you have to say today, you not only risk limited engagement and reach on your immediate post, the disconnect between your post and your audience's interest will continue to erode that performance on all future posts until you fix things. And that means that crucial messages from the CEO are often not being heard. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Your Digital Reputation podcast. Now, whether this is your very first episode or you're a fully-fledged subscriber, I want to share an exclusive invitation with you. I want to invite you to join the one program that will help you take greater control of your digital reputation and help you kick some real goals on LinkedIn. It's our Your Digital Reputation LinkedIn for Leaders program, a one-month program built off the back of hundreds of conversations with leaders and 30,000-odd hours advising them on LinkedIn. By joining the program, you'll get access to a range of planning frameworks, best practice guidelines, and one-on-one coaching with me, Roger Christie, to help you avoid common LinkedIn mistakes and get real value for your efforts all that value in just one month to ensure you're set up for success well into the future. So what are you waiting for? If you're looking for a LinkedIn for Leaders program, feel free to hit pause on this episode right now and drop me an email at rchristie at propelgroup.com.au or go to www.propelgroup.com.au for more details. I'd love to help you amplify your impact and show you just how powerful a business tool LinkedIn can be. All right, back to this episode. Now, this isn't to say that every one of Brendan's 9,000-odd connections are no longer relevant, and nor am I saying that's the case for you either. This isn't about wiping the slate clean and starting again. But if your LinkedIn network is filled with people from past pursuits, you risk wasting your time and effort as a leader online today. So if you find yourself in a similar position to a CEO like Brendan, how can you fix it? Well, here are three important steps you can take straight away. Tip number one, review and refine your current LinkedIn network. If you haven't done this before, LinkedIn actually provides some really simple steps to help you download an Excel file, a .csv file of your connections. And I'll include a link to the instructions in the show notes. So download this list and then go through your list with a highlighter, whether that's electronic or physical, go through with a highlighter, asking yourself, is this person really important for me in my current role? And ideally, what you want to do is create a group of the top 15 or 20 most important people in your network. Well, what does really important look like? And how can you actually whittle down what might be thousands of connections in your LinkedIn network to the top 20? Well, what I'd encourage you to do is ask yourself, will this person help me achieve my most important, my priority goals? If yes, they're in. They make the top 15 or 20. And if you find yourself thinking, well, where is such and such? Or how come that person's not in my network? Make a mental note as you go through and find them on LinkedIn afterwards. These new connections, those gaps are an important part of ensuring your LinkedIn presence reaches the right people going forward. Okay, tip number two, review and refine your current engagement efforts. So we've done the exercise now on connections. You've downloaded that you've gone through with your highlighter and you've identified your top 15 to 20. What I'd like you to do now is go to your LinkedIn activity feed. And again, I'll include some simple instructions in the show notes or this one's a pretty straightforward one. So I'm sure you can follow along on your phone or PC while listening if you wish. So as you go through your activity feed, make a note of the 15 to 20 most recent engagement efforts, the things that you've done, comments, reactions, posts. And also have a look at who you engage with and what actions you took, but also have a look at who engaged with you, who replied to your post perhaps and who you then replied to with your own comments. I want you to compare this list, this 15 to 20 odd of the most recent engagements. Compare that list with the 15 to 20 names you earmarked as your most important connections in step one and ask yourself one important question. Do your lists match up? Or are there massive gaps? And if it's the latter, the next step is crucially important for you. And here it is. Tip number three, commit to intentional connection and intentional engagement. So, to ensure that your LinkedIn efforts now and in the future are providing value to you in your new role, you must have the right people in your network. And ideally, engaging with your content. And this all comes down to what I call intentional engagement. Intentional engagement simply means you're selective and purposeful in what you consume, what you engage with, and the outcome you're after in all your LinkedIn efforts. So in practice, what that means is, it means you skim past the post from you know, an ex-partner as I've had with one client. You ignore the update from that random former colleague who you just can't believe is now a senior executive themselves. And you avoid adding your 14th, great point. So I'll comment under Simon Sinek or A. Brown, whoever it is, their inspirational posts, because you know the algorithm is watching and you know engaging with your really important audiences is far more valuable than any of these random alternatives. It's like choosing healthy food over empty calories. You and your future prospects will be much better for those healthy choices. So find your really important audiences, connect with them, and use intentional engagement to ensure that they appear on your radar, that you appear on their radar, and that your key messages land with the audiences who matter most to you. Look, I hope this practical reflection on network has been incredibly helpful for you, and please do check out the show notes for all those resources I mentioned. I'd also highly recommend that you download a copy of Propel's Purpose Pyramid Framework to help you quickly work out who matters and and where to spend your time on LinkedIn. It is honestly the best resource for that. And as always, if you've got the thinking, well, I like this, I like the idea of what we've run through today, but you'd really like some help executing, Drop me a note and I'm happy to talk about our LinkedIn for Leaders program, which is very creatively called our Your Digital Reputation program. It's everything you need to get up and running on LinkedIn in a safe, sustainable, and effective way. And biggest positive, it's all done within just one month for those leaders who want to get great results fast. So, check out propelgroup.com.au for more details. Or you can, of course, drop me a note via LinkedIn or or on email at rchristie at Very happy to explain how it's best placed to help you. So until next time, I'm Roger Christie. I hope this conversation has given you more clarity, confidence, and competence to amplify your own leadership efforts online. Take care. Thanks again for listening. If you've learned something from today's conversation, please subscribe, leave a review and share it with others. For all show notes, head to propelgroup.com.au. Thanks again for listening.